Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the PA Turn Pod. This quick little rundown. We will cover the 2021 Phillies funeral, the massive collapse down the stretch. We'll also review Thursday Night Football's game, a quick Eagles preview for week four. Of course, our weekly picks with a little bit of college picks and props as well. Of course, the favorite segment of all, Trust the Parlay. And this top five uh, segment this week will be logos that need a facelift from MLB, NHL, NBA, and the NFL. But let's take a break and welcome Anchor. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Uh, I had trouble finding a rhyme, but welcome, everybody, to episode nine of the PA Turnpod. I'm Rob, joined as always by Joel. How are we doing tonight? Feeling 85% better. So watch out. They should have killed me when they had the chance, but I'm I'm coming back slowly but surely. Hey, that's always good. How about you, sir? I'm doing all right. I'm about as tired as I was on Wednesday, though. So <laughs> this time for good reason. We recorded at like 1 o'clock on Wednesday. This time it's uh it's almost the other 1 o'clock. Yeah, it's damn near midnight already. We're just starting. Right. Uh, for those who, well, we have yet to start releasing video, but um, my co-host and I have elected to not wear black for this funeral. Uh, we're actually wearing green instead, but uh, we're urging all of the listeners out there, hit the pause button. Go ahead, change into a black shirt, black pants. If you want to wear a veil, go for it. Uh, we will have a Philadelphia Phillies 2021 season funeral coming up shortly. Tough one this week. Uh, I guess we'll just lead off with that because nobody on the Phillies can lead off properly. Uh, Joel, the when we so when we last left off, the Braves' magic number was three, meaning that it took a combination of Braves wins and Phillies losses, totaling three, to knock the Phillies out. And naturally, they they nailed that the following night. So the Braves beat the Phillies on Wednesday night, which was the last time we recorded. Uh, and then the following night, of course. So Wednesday night brought it down to a magic number of one. And then Phillies were swept out of Atlanta last night. Naturally, they go to Miami and win tonight, but all for naught. Yeah, I guess pressure is off. And they're just like, all right, let's just hang out in South Beach. You know, play a little, a uh, few games and then stay down in South Beach for a little bit. Yeah. Vacation. Uh, hopefully just leave Joe Girardi down there. And when the bus or the plane comes back up this way. We're going to cover the Philly season in long form, uh, whether it's next week or maybe the following week. We're going to do a little bit of baseball um, postseason preview next week as well. But uh, I guess in short, what do you have any takeaways from this season? Obviously, it, for, for the time being, it, in the moment, a lot of this is going to be negative. But I think there are some positives to look at, and I do have one. But uh, I want to hear what you have to say. The GOAT, Bryce Harper. Yeah. I guess... You know, that's a bias, but that man's back must be killing him. That king should be not playing any more games. He carried this team down the stretch. Um, Joe Girardi, you already touched on it. <laughs> Excuse me. He should be left down in Florida. Yep. Um, I don't know about you. This might be an unpopular take, and we can dive into it next week or whenever we cover this. But uh, JT Realmuto, not a fan. 
Not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, I, I listen. I, I said it a few times, and, and we'll get into this again when we do cover this in long form. But uh, Real Muto felt like every huge moment, aside from that one walk-off home run when they resumed a game in the ninth inning uh, a few months ago, that was a weird one. Uh, it feels like every big moment he came up small, and you know, it. I. It sounds like such a like a cop out considering the Braves were missing Mike Soroka, Ronald Acuna. Uh, due to injury, and then of course the uh, Marcelo Zuna due to the domestic violence. Um, the Phillies are missing Reese Hoskins and Zach Eflin, and for most of the season they were without you know random guys left and right. Uh, obviously, they pretty much had a revolving door in center field. Um, Archie Bradley missed some time. You know, Nola was not himself. Uh, Didi Gregorius was not himself. McCutcheon is a shell of his former self. You know. I mean, yeah, it's all over the place. Alec Bohm was sent down to the minor. Spencer Howard pretty much diminished and just <laughs> like vanished into thin air and reappeared in Texas. Um, I don't know. It's just, it, there's a lot of negatives and I, it does sound like a cop out. You know, every team has to deal with injuries, but when your team is not very deep um, and your ownership is unwilling to spend money and your, your GM has been out of baseball for a few years, uh, it's tough to overcome that. And, and your you manager know, get, stubborn as fuck. Excuse my language, yeah. but just you're not wrong. What the hell? Bohm should have been, yeah. as you said last episode, Bohm is crushing it in AAA, and you have him s- sitting there when you're in the tight yeah. race. Listen, not that tonight's game mattered because it truly didn't. It, I guess it matters a little <laughs> bit for draft position, but in baseball, the draft means nothing anyway. Um, I, I, two things I don't understand. Uh, one, so I, Bryce Harper has played feels like every game since June. And he started tonight in a game that means nothing in the standings. Like, give the guy a rest. I, he went three for five with, you know, a double and uh, a couple RBIs. But, like, still th- th- why are you going? Why are you putting this man on the field, you know, just destroying him? But it, what happens if he gets hurt tonight? That's, it sounds like a silly, you know, Monday morning, Monday morning quarterback thing. But if he gets hurt in a meaningless game, this city will, you know, literally take pitch pitchforks and torches to go find Joe Girardi. And then the other thing is uh, not to harp on him, but Alec Bohm has like, he got, he got a hit last night, uh, but he, he didn't even see the field tonight. Like what's what a calling the guy up, see what you have. I know it's a three game series and it's the end of the season and it's against Miami, a bad team. And, and I guess the Phillies are a bad team too, but like, see what you have. Come on, put him on the field. I don't need to see Brad Miller anymore. I mean, you think it's easy, right? Like, yeah. Hey. End of the season, fuck it. Let's just see what we have on this team and let's just evaluate them and go from there. No, let's just keep the same crew and uh, it's basically insanity. But Bryce Harper's still crushing it. Yeah. Even with nothing to play for, really. Maybe MVP, but I don't know if he'll get it, but definitely deserves uh, mentions. Yeah. Some of the names in the lineup tonight Tereus, Harper, Miller, Gregorius, Galvis, Jankowski, you know. Well, almost all of your position players are just old guys that were, you know, being relied on heavily. I guess it was a microcosm for the entire season, Girardi riding the old guys. But, you know, we'll get to that later on. I was going to say my one positive takeaway from the season is Ranger Suarez seems to have all, like kind of arrived. Uh, he was battling for the fifth starter spot last year in, in the uh, in spring training prior to COVID, and uh, kind of just fell off, fell off, and then this year reemerged was basically the closer and in 
I'm sure it's precedented, but it felt unprecedented. They went out and traded for a closer and then moved their closer into the rotation. And Suarez, his ERA was almost the exact same in the rotation as it was in the bullpen. So good for him. Hopefully he can build off of his 2021. Um, probably like one of only four Phillies that can actually be proud of themselves and, uh, you know, go into 2022 with a little bit of, you know, positivity because it's going to be a pretty bleak off season and there's going to be a lot of roster turnover, which we will get to again next week yeah. or the following week. Um, biting any other thoughts? Biting yeah. my tongue on uh, who I have strong feelings on who should not be on this team. But uh, oh, I have, yeah. I have strong feelings for who should be on this team, but yeah, that should be for another day, but you're right. Yeah. Management, not management, no. ownership's not really going to spend. So yeah. Yay. Well, Joel, uh, what is a funeral without a eulogy? Um, we ask that uh, everybody out there remain silent. If you have a I cap, will, please take it off. Please take the cap off. Phone on silent. Not a, not vibrate. We don't need to hear no vibrate. Just phone on silent. Turn it off. Put the children to bed. Put the dog in the closet. And if you're um, in the car listening, raise the volume so everybody else can hear. Enjoy. Pull over to the side of the road. <laughs> oh, yeah. Responsibly pull up the side yes. of the road. But if you need to go um, somewhere, raise the volume so other people know what's going on. Um, uh, Rob, take it away. I have uh, I have written a poem. As you, uh, as you can possibly tell from the first nine episodes, I like to rhyme. Uh, this took uh, like 10 minutes, and I, you, you'll be able to tell I really didn't put too much thought into it. <laughs> but this is a culmination of all my thoughts from the 2021 season. So uh, if I may... Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, it's hard to believe 2021 was a bust. As we lay to rest this 2021 season, Joe Girardi just did a double switch for no apparent reason. The bullpen was rough, the defense even worse. It leads us to believe that this team is just cursed. Some guys showed out, Harper, JT, Wheeler, and Gene, but could not cover up the flaws of this team. From aging vets like Didi and Kutch to young guys like Bohm, who have not shown us much. Aaron Nola had a tough year, as did Didi Gregorius. I could not think of a word to rhyme with Gregorius. <laughs> More off-season acquisitions made to no avail. We can no longer just blame Matt Klintak and Andy McPhail. From Bradley to Anderson, Brad Miller to Matt Moore, Refusing to make a big splash, the owners continue to cry poor. Phillies fans all dreamt of watching their team play deep into this fall, which may have been possible had Didi Gregorius not forgotten how to baseball. No splashy moves at the deadline while the Braves went all in. But hey, at least they got Kyle Gibson. Hiring Girardi, was that a mistake? To Phillies management, it was a risk they needed to take. Time and time again, he hasn't shown us a thing. If you or I managed his loaded World Series teams, we'd each have a ring. It is not his fault he has few relievers who can pitch, but all he has done is fall in love with the double switch. It is time to move on, only time will tell, but please, Phillies management, release us from his hell. We can all hope they make a big splash this winter, which would be a shock to us all. But for now, they're very close to having the longest playoff drought in baseball. All us fans want is a return to glory. Please, for the love of God, 
Signed, Trevor Story. We anxiously await the Sixers to offer Philly some positivity. It just dawned on me, where the hell is Scott Kingery? We long for those days where this team had us on the edge of our seat, but for now we are only able to dream of another parade down Broad Street. As we put a bow on this, yet another disappointing season, we know full well we'll tune in next spring for no good reason. Amen. Rest in peace, the 2021 Philadelphia Phillies. The fightings are no more fighting. Dude, I'm, pa- I'm panning around right now, figuratively. Not a dry eye. That was beautiful. <laughs> that's, that's just allergies. I think someone just pulled over and like, called their boss. I'm going to be late. I had a, yeah. a touching moment right here. My neighbor just called out of work. <laughs> Well, I mean, and that's just uh, a light version of what <laughs> is to come in a week or two. When we oh, I'm, I'm writing a book. <laughs> and it's going to be a lot of gripes and a lot of anger. Yeah, yeah Joe Girardi's going to hear from my lawyer. <laughs> I do pile on Girardi. He seems like a nice guy, but uh, I just don't think he's he's the fit here. I'm not going to play Monday morning quarterback again, but I said when Kapler was removed from his position mm-hmm. that he would win a championship before the Phillies did. And uh, <laughs> I do have friends that can vouch for me that I did say that in the moment, and I don't believe in uh, in Girardi whatsoever. Uh, he's got two World Series championships, but if you look at the 2003 Marlins and the 2009 Yankees, like I said, you and I could manage those teams to a title. Yeah. Although he stole one of those from... Our beloved Phils, 2009, but it is what it is. Neither here nor there, but yeah. You want to move on to something a little bit more, uh, or a little bit less depressing? Week four so far, we're both 1-0 in the picks. Uh, I missed I mean, on all my props. <laughs> me too. Jamar Chase, nowhere to be found. Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars all of a sudden look like world beaters for three quarters and, what, two yeah. minutes? Or not, what, what 12 yeah. minutes until... They woke up and they game winning and game ending field goal for the Bengals. So I made, I actually did make my money back. I did a (laughs) bunch of things. I made my money back on a Trevor Lawrence anytime touchdown. Uh, But DraftKings had the, the, um, the first touchdown score insurance or whatever, where if the guy you bet to score the first touchdown didn't score the first touchdown, but scores a touchdown in the game, Mm -hmm. you get your money back. Okay. And they, I had Joe Burrow for that one, and they took his freaking touchdown off the board <laughs> later in the game. So I was actually really upset. I was sitting there eating dinner, and I was looking at um, like the Yahoo app, and I was like, oh, okay, let's go. Got my money back. And then like two seconds later, you're like, no, they actually took it off the board. And I'm like, oh, all right. Like, if you looked at that play. I didn't see it. So Whoever number, what was it, number 19, I believe? I think, yeah, they just didn't cover him, right? He was wide open. Far side to his left, waving to Burroughs, and Burroughs never looked at him. The defense didn't see him. Burroughs could have threw it behind his back, no look, and he would have caught it. No one near him. I think 19 is Auden Tate, who I was actually going to rhyme with the uh, the opening line for episode eight. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I don't know if he's actually on the team anymore. And then I was looking at the props, and it turns out he is. But yeah, I saw the screen cap. I didn't actually see the. I get, what did he sneak it? Is that what it was? He tried sneaking it, didn't work. 
So they, they thought it was a touchdown, but there was no evidence. So then they gave okay. it to Nixon or Mixon. Yeah, Mixon ran it in the next play. Yeah, it, Auden Tate is number 19 of the Bengals. So the Bengals beat the um, the Jags. Also, for what it's worth, I had, uh, I told you, did I tell you, I, I don't remember if I took it on the air, if I told it before. I took Jags and I bought them up to 14 and a half. And then I I actually, instead of buying the over higher, I just took the the, uh, the regular one, which is 45 and a half. And it finished at 45, I think. Yeah. It was 24, 21. So I got screwed. Yeah, I didn't like the the game at all. I mean, they scored twenty eight. Yeah, it was a good 24. game. 24-21. Damn, I was, I was it was a pretty good game. It was a lot of fun watching those two guys. Hopefully, for the sake of football, those two guys get a little bit better teams around them, and you get to see Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow go at it in you know January. Because I mean, Lawrence, he showed he had that one throw to the far sideline, or to the it was the upper. With the uh, whatever it is that when you're looking at it from the side, which is how the camera has it, it was the far sideline, his yeah. left side. That throw to the sideline was one of the best throws he's probably ever made. And then Burrow making plays with his legs, you know, good game all to get all over. So sure. I was entertained. Back to that Lawrence throw, I believe this is the one that was a better catch where that caught yeah. it and then toe tapped that right foot the very last second. That is excellent right there. Was that that guy's only catch? I remember seeing something where the, one of the players for Jacksonville had one catch, and I think I it was that one. I don't know, but it was a great throw, better catch. Yeah, I think it was Agnew that made that catch. The guy that's I'm, – I'm pretty sure he's the same guy that scored the 109-yard touchdown the previous week. Oh, on the special on teams. On special teams, yeah. Um, also, they, yeah. also, I was just going to say that Trevor Lawrence in four games now, he looks more confident and more of a hand on the speed of the game because this was probably his best game all around four quarters, best game. Oh, yeah. Just defense, and then you got Joe Burrows and the circumstances. Because they were up 14 nothing at one point. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you look back, it's uh, earlier this season, I think it was as recently as week, it was week one. He dropped back to pass 51 times. Good Actually, 52 times because he got sacked once. And then they, they, they've dialed it back each week. He, he was down at 24 this past week, and he had his highest completion percentage of the year. So he, he definitely showed a little bit. And um, the Jags showed us that they have the ability to stay in these games. They have a decent team. It's just there's a lot of guys that are inexperienced on it. And, you know, they, it doesn't help. They just trade away their best corner. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. It, it, at least they have something down there to work with. And uh, unless Urban leaves, I think they at least have a decent foundation in place. For sure. Meanwhile, the Bengals are three and one. How about I don't know them if I, Bengals? Don't know if anybody saw that coming. I th- uh, I might have had him. It's, no, I didn't have him at third. I might have had him at third. Or I could have him at fourth. Who knows? Yeah. Well, that's a perfect segue into our after our next episode, episode ten, the big one. Look at that, we're gonna be ten years old. That's crazy. Old. That's seventy in dog episodes. Yeah, right. We'll uh, we'll go over our quarterly review from our first couple episodes when we did four overs and four unders and our bold predictions. See how those are coming along so far, as we're now four weeks into the NFL season. But that'll be next episode for episode ten. Should be fun. Uh, some of them we look like geniuses, and then some of them we look Trap. the exact opposite. Yeah, some of them are, are a little rough. Um, my my Giants 
don't look that great right now, <laughs> especially because, because I have them winning the, uh, <laughs> the, the, division. the division. So but swing about, and a miss. How about them Cowboys? Oh, can't believe I said it as I'm wearing an Eagles hoodie yeah. to say that, but that was my prediction. Before we jump into, um, week four picks, uh-huh. um, I, I don't know if you have any, but I do have three mailbag questions. I figured we'll knock this out in the early portion of the episode. Ah, I did not. Did not. Okay. I didn't check. Luckily. Let me check uh, real quick as you do that. Let me see. Yeah. Luckily. So I do have three. Um, two people have actually put their names on them. One, so two of, the, two of the three were actually um, text messages to me. And then one was actually a mailbag DM from like that happened during the last episode that I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. And I, I realized it after the episode. So I apologize to Ryan who sent his question in during last episode. Um, he asked, uh, do you have any advice to anyone who intends to start a podcast? Um, I don't really have a ton of advice. I figured you might, cause you've done it for a little bit longer. I think the only advice I have is um, um, if you're going to do it solo, you might want to have on some guests or have a good way to kind of have an interaction, but otherwise find somebody that you, uh, that you mesh well with and then just riff. Cause I mean, I, if we ever post video of this, I don't have a whole lot of notes for this episode. We're just kind of going off the cuff and that's how we've done most of the episodes so far. Just got to have somebody that you uh, can just have a good conversation with. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, not gonna lie. I think the first couple episodes, I think we had like pages of notes. Oh yeah. I had an essay, the first couple. And then we kind of went through it and then it kind of showed in our length of episodes. Yeah. And it still has to an extent. Yeah. But that's more of now riffing and just going on a tangent yeah. and gripes and pencil boys and stuff like that uh, for uh, Patricia. But uh, advice, yeah. If you're going to do one by yourself, uh, make sure it's, it's something that you're passionate or that you're interested in doing. And if you have the gift of gab, whether you know it or don't, it's someone will probably tell you you do have the gift of gab, which means is you can just turn on the microphone press record and you can just talk for an hour mm-hmm. and just whatever's in your head, you just, you know, blah, 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 blah. Just say whatever you want. Another one is you can have guests, different guests here and there or repeating guests, whatever. And if you're doing one with somebody or, or friends, you know, helps that, uh, same interest and whatnot. then just continue. It's a grind. It's like a sucky beginning, but like, just keep going. Don't get discouraged. But uh, yeah, that's it's not the, bad. Yeah, I have like three tiny bullet points. First one is just always keep your keep your mind open. Always be open to guests. So always be open to segments. You know, we ran through a million names and a million segments, and we kind of narrowed it down to what it is now. Um, second, don't do it for the money because there really won't be any. And thirdly, don't be discouraged when you're you know a couple months in and maybe not seeing the growth that you're expecting. We were actually pretty fortunate. We added a lot of plays on the first few episodes. It's obviously fallen a little bit since, but it's not discouraging us at all. Yeah, uh, We're doing this for fun, and hopefully anybody out there that does it is doing it for fun as well. Exactly. Um, and then I actually have two other questions that are good. I'm sorry. Do you have any other things you wanted to say to uh, um, to Ryan? Ryan. Uh, yeah. Don't Also, don't get discouraged that you're going to have like a bunch of friends and family supporting you like, Oh, all right, I'll mm-hmm. follow your social media or whatever. I'll listen. But if it falls off, like it does, remember you're doing it for you and, uh, whatever the content is, you know, 
Like I'm sure like your cousin's not gonna who's not into baseball and if you have a baseball podcast not gonna be listening to it. Exactly. They'll support you by following, but don't hone on that. You have a bigger audience, it's more broad, so it'll take time. But uh yeah, just yeah. keep your head up and uh have fun. That's the most important thing. Just have fun. Yeah. Talk about what you want to talk about. Uh I have two two other questions. Uh this one is somebody who wants to remain anonymous. Uh <laughs> Joel, what is in your opinion the most overrated food? This is a question directly to me. Well, no, I'm asking you first. Oh. What's my what? Overrated? What's the most overrated food? Oh, damn. Overrated. I have two. This might upset a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I, both of mine are going to upset a lot of people. Overrated? I would say seafood. I don't know. Seafood? I, I'm going to go I'm going to go with pizza. How fucking you know, and uh, an honorable mention, Chips Ahoy. <laughs> They're not that good. You can make cookies that are better than those. I played the fifth. And pizza. I, I, I don't need no. to go on Twitter and see every white girl talking about how great pizza is. No, it's not great. It's just you can eat it when you're drunk. And you can put whatever you want on it, as, as evident by our second episode ranking. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza's hoppings. Um. um yeah, I was just say seafood. No, actually, seafood. olives. What the fuck is oh, that? Get yeah. olives out of my face. That yeah. has no purpose in life. I don't think I've eaten an olive in 10 years. If you drink a martini, all right, have your olive in there, but no. That has nothing to do. Yeah. The, the only olive that I would accept is Popeye's. Olive, whatever, if that's her name. I think that's her name, Olive. The only good thing that's ever come from olives are the oil. And Olive Garden. Because, and Olive Garden, yes. <laughs> Um, and then the third one, uh, what is your favorite sports movie? This is from Brian. God. Of no relation to Ryan or Anonymous. Uh, so because, not because that they know, yeah, they might be related somehow. They don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Because I've had a little bit more time to ponder this. Do you want me to go first for this one and oh, give yes. you a couple of minutes? The best sports movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many to pick from, isn't there? That's like asking your, your favorite number. There's just literally millions of them. Um, for me, I'm going to say, I don't know if it's technically a sports movie, but it's like it has enough sports in it to where Rudy, I consider it a sports movie. Rudy, yeah. Rudy. I'm going to go with Air Butt. No, um, <laughs> I'm going to go with un, Uncut Gems. That's very good. I'm a, such a huge fan of that movie. I thought it was one of Sandler's better movies. And uh, it was definitely Kevin Garnett's best movie. And shout out, he doesn't know it. Because I don't think he has the internet anymore, but a uh, friend of the show, Mike Francesa, <laughs> excellent job in that movie. First time hearing him curse, and boy was I excited! Oh, yeah. Mike, Francesa. friend of the show, yeah, friend of the show, <laughs> dude. Sports movies, I don't know. There's so many. I know there's so many, and that's kind of a little bit. Not to take away from your pick, it's a good pick. It's like recency bias because it came out yeah. what, a year ago, maybe two years. A couple of years ago, yeah. I'm that always was... going to go back to these three movies and to top three. Waterboy. I've never seen that. Get the fuck. My, 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 my mama said, what? I've never this seen it. This guy. Oh, my God. You were about to say Airbud too. Not surprised. Tra- tragic, bro. All right. Rocky. 
Okay. You know, all right. So I'm glad you know Rocky. All right. Rocky, Waterboy, The Sandlot. Two out of three. I've seen two of those. Sandlot's like, a great movie. I look like squints just with a beard. Yeah. And I can't swim, so it'd be perfect. Just dive into a pool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good questions from uh, Brian, Ryan, and Anonymous. And Anonymous and Redacted, I guess. I don't know. Redacted. Um, Speaking of Redacted. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get to him later. This guy. Uh, mm-hmm. So, week four is upon us, um, as the famous Mike Francesa would love to say. Uh, it's crazy how time flies in the NFL season. Week four already. It really does feel like the season just began. We're already at the like kind of quarter mark of it. Um, Wait, hold so, on. I'm sorry. What's that? <laughs> you are you thinking of the? This. Are you thinking of the tweets I sent you this morning? One thousand percent. Shout out to Funhouse on Twitter. We just post the best Mike Francesa clips of all time. And uh, yeah, we'll link it on the Instagram because uh, Joel is currently hyperventilating. And yeah. So while Joel is being resuscitated in the uh, in Jersey right now. Uh, so we actually were both correct on Thursday with our pick. Uh, or on Wednesday for Thursday's game of the Bengals. It was actually pretty close down to the wire, but uh, we have both added to our impressive start to the season, uh, both over 60% with uh, picking winners and both over 70% for just picks in general. The overs club, now that I'm back. So we're, yeah, so we're riding a uh, a pretty hot start, and I just realized I don't have one of my trusted parlays here. Okay, so so much for prep. Um, <laughs> no worries. So we're just going to jump right into the week. Um, this is something that we're probably going to start doing from this point forward. If we can both stay awake long enough is the Friday episode. We're going to do the weekly uh, preview. And then the Wednesday episode will be a little bit more content based, especially with uh, basketball coming back around. And then the MLB playoffs, you want to be able to broaden the horizon a little bit. And that, um, other, and that other sport called hockey. That's yeah, I don't know what that is. That's the one that, <laughs> yeah, that's the one they have like butter knives on their feet. Um, so, <laughs> In the early window, we're just going to start with the hometown team. Uh, so these lines and these totals are as of like Wednesday, five o'clock today. Oh, it's oh. it's so we're like six and a half hours later. Um, Kansas City is currently minus seven, traveling to Philadelphia to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. The over under is fifty four and a half. Um, Joel, thoughts? Well, first of all, I know it's not Wednesday. I'm just sleep deprived a little bit. Um, that's a lot. They're expecting the Chiefs to come home. Well, Big Red to come home. Chiefs to get right and just slap around Sirianni in the defense. Minus seven? <laughs> I guess they're making it close. Do you want me to choose who I think is going to win this? Yeah, who do you think is going to win this uh, game? The Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs as well. Um, I just don't know if the Eagles can keep pace. Or if the Eagles can stop this team, the Chiefs are coming in pretty much desperate. So it's a it's a must win for both teams, and the better team will probably win. Who's, um, a, who's a more dire need to win right now, Eagles or Chiefs? For this, game? I would say the Chiefs, just because the expectations are higher, and because they seem like a team that is almost trying to sleepwalk to the finish line. It seems. Uh, and whereas the Eagles are a younger team that, you know, they don't have a ton to prove because nobody really expects anything from them. 
but the Chiefs, they have high expectations. They only lost what three games last year, including the Super Bowl. You know, they, they've they're very close to being 0 3 right now had they not come back in that Browns game. So funny you said I think it's the other way. I think more pressure's on the Eagles. Because you, so? you you know Kansas City will eventually turn it around. The Eagles, young team, quarterback, the coach. And like we talked about yesterday, when do you think the locker room starts to turn on the coach and the decisions yeah. that are happening? So, and then the fans at home, another piss poor performance. But uh, yeah, we could say that for another day, yeah. for another discussion. Yeah. I, I think some teams it matters whether you win or lose. I think for the Eagles and teams like them, um, and even at, I guess at this point, like teams like the Giants, teams like the Broncos, teams like the Panthers, they're like, you know, expectations are what they are, but like you're not expected to be great. Um, it's it's more of how you win and how you lose. Because if you look at the box score from Monday's game, it's like, oh, wow, the Eagles, all these yards, Hurts had 300 plus. Um, you know, the, you, you can look at the box score and say, oh, well, that was a that was a hard fought loss. But when you watch the game, they really just, they weren't in it. Um, I'm going to go Kansas City as well, if I didn't already say that. Uh, and we're going to move on to uh, the Washington football team at the Atlanta Falcons. Football team is currently a slight favorite, one and a half points. Over under forty seven and a half. What do you uh, What do you think? You know me. Love my Red Wolves. Hopefully that'll be the name. If not, WFT. Big fan of the corruption. <laughs> yes, the corruption. And if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to last episode where I gave my my personal five possible names for the WFT of our in charge of making that decision. But uh, yeah, I have a uh, WFT. I'm going to go, yeah. I, I'm i tempted to take Atlanta because Washington's defense has really not been as good as it was made out to be. I just don't know if Atlanta's any good. I'm going to go, hmm. Do I do it? Do it I take feels like it? a low-scoring game, too. Yeah, Close. the under the under feels like it'll be in play, but I don't Washington doesn't stop anybody. I think I'm just going to go Washington, but I will not be surprised when I'm wrong and Atlanta wins. All right. The next one, Rob, is uh, looks like it's Houston at Buffalo, minus Oof. 17 and a half. Biggest line of the week. Over under 47. Who you got? Uh, Well, let's just say <laughs> I'm in a, I'm doing the weekly football pool with this kid that I know. Yeah. Uh, he he collects the money. He gets enough people to do it. It's 15 bucks a head to pick the winner for every game. Every single person, I'm looking at it right now, every single person picked the Bills. So You going to follow so, them? Yes. <laughs> I, 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 don't, follow. I don't know how badly I want to lay 17 and a half because that's three possessions, but Bills, I think, are going to win this one easily. Same. At home as well. They're going to get right. All right, next one. Jared Goff and the winless Lions head to Chicago to face Nick Foles, possibly? Uh, so Nagy actually said that he will not make a decision until game time. Ah, that's never a good sign. Nope. Um, and they come in minus three, over under 42. Who do you got? So I think conventional wisdom tells you to take Detroit because of the manner in which they lost games this year. I think, I don't know. Th- this one I've actually flip-flopped on. This one and another one later on I flip-flopped on a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know. What's your take on it? Well, you already hit it on the on the head. The way Detroit has been in these games and have lost them, I think this is the one that they get the W. Because of the quarterback situation in, in Chicago, offense looks suspect at times. Detroit, they look like they play hard for their coach. And Jerry Goff is no, no slouch. I think he'd probably be the best quarterback on the field on Sunday. Yeah, there, there could be four. So Yeah, right. Uh, you know what? Vegas thinks that Chicago is going to win. I'm going to go with, you know, give me the Bears. The Bears. I think uh, when you're when you're facing adversity and a coach is pretty much fighting for his job, I think you get the best out of your team, and I think Chicago wins. Uh, that's based on nothing. <laughs> um, that's another one. So this pool that I'm in, a lot of people picked the Lions, and including myself. So I've actually flip flopped on that, as I just <laughs> mentioned. But I'm going to go Bears for that game. So you'll be a winner either way. You got to hedge your bets. This guy. Uh, next one. This one, this one I'm actually like legitimately excited about. It's a barometer for both teams. Um, Carolina, who's beat nobody, and Dallas, who has lost to two good – or beat, a, beat one good team, beat one team. We're not sure if they're good and lost to a really good team. So Dallas right now is minus four and a half at home facing Carolina. Um, what is your take on that? Because Carolina has beaten – you know, they, well, they beat the Jets, then they beat the, the COVID-ridden uh, Saints. <laughs> And then last week, who did they beat? I forget who they beat. Eagles. No. Oh wait, Carolina. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, they beat the the Texans. So they beat three bad teams, two bad teams, and a team that was missing half of its staff. So that yeah. they, if in fairness, have not beaten a team and really made a statement yet. However, they're going to Dallas, hostile territory. Cowboys coming off an emotional win. Who do you got? I think it's easy. It's Dallas. They're just riding high with confidence. Dak is back. Zeke finally woke up. They're using Pollard. Um, I don't know about that receiving court. Cooper and Lance seem to go cold at times as their top receivers. So, But Schultz went off. Dallas led their fi- firing on all cylinders. And Carolina's confidence, undefeated. Sam Darnold, quarterback. But who do they beat, you know? Like, competition. Like, those three teams aren't playoff teams. No, so I'm gonna res- I'm gonna respectfully disagree with your cho- uh, choice for this game. You all I think, again. I think when it comes down to a game that is this close, you want to rank the four units. You rank the Cowboys' offense, Panthers' offense, Panther defense, Cowboy defense. The best of those four units is the Panther defense. I'm going to go with Carolina. Thank um, you. I'm so, going to move up in the standings. So maybe. Carolina will go into Dallas, make a statement. You know, Matt rules up. And excited to play that game. Robbie Anderson, seven catches, 142 yards, and three touchdowns. In Madden? Um, I don't think so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to see another, just another nothing game from Amari Cooper. Oh, uh, you, you had that half right. Another nothing game from Robbie Anderson. He cost me money last time. <laughs> Never again. Yeah, you and I both. Uh, <laughs> Panthers, uh, like I mentioned, that pool, I mean, only like three of us picked the Panthers, so. What, what do you like on the over under real quick? 51 and a half. Oh, I'm smashing the under. <laughs> Not over, no over club here. No, okay. Like I said, the the Carolina's defense is really good. Dallas's defense is much improved. You know um, I, I, I like the under in that game. You know what? I'll put a single bet and I'll put it on the Instagram. I'll smash the over on that one. Okay. 
smash the over on that. So we are just to- on totally different pages here. <laughs> we're not even in the same book. Speaking of not the same book, Carson turnover Poppy Wentz. This one's another one, dude. This is tough. The Colts head to South Beach, Miami. Uh, I don't know who's. I think it's Miami minus two. Yes, Miami is currently laying two points. And over under 42 points, Rob Van Grable flip-flopping here. Me as well. Yeah, so there's three games I flip-flopped heavily on. First one was first one was Detroit Bears, then it's this one, and then I'll, I'll tell you the other one when we get there. This one I flip-flopped heavily, and I considered making Indianapolis my dog this week because it feels like a week that they will just get right. Miami put up a really good fight against the team that I think is re- like legit last week against uh, Vegas. But I think Indy 0-3 backs against the wall. I think they're going to go into Miami and make a statement. So I'm going to go Indianapolis. Same. Um, okay. I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page here. <laughs> right. They're playing well. Indy plays well. They're just like uh, Detroit, but just a, a notch above better. They've had they're a tough schedule. Games. Yeah. They're in these games, and it's been a tough schedule. But uh, I guess also expectations, having Carson Wentz in there, not having that old, decrepit skeleton uh, Philip Rivers with his 12,000 kids. <laughs> I mean, I think it's new life, but I think the expectation. And Wentz, I think it's creature of habit. He's just going to be the same. I think this is – he plateaued in that Super Bowl uh, season for the Eagles. Yeah, you got to consider the schedule too. They played Seattle week one, which is, you know, Russell Wilson, DK, Lockett. Then the week two, they played the Rams, who might be the best team in football. And then last week, they lost to the Titans in a, you know, a divisional game. So it, these, yeah, I think that they're the schedule, they're, you know, the, their luck has, is going to turn a little bit. And I think going into Miami, facing a backup, although Brissett looked really good last week. Um, I think facing Miami in Miami is a good spot for them to make a you know make a statement. So I'm going to go Indy. Ditto. Next one, huh. uh, Cleveland heading to Minnesota. This one is the closest line, I believe. Uh, this one in Washington. Excuse me. Uh, nope, I've told a lie. Uh, my nose is getting larger by the moment. There's another game later on that's <laughs> minus one. All right. So Cleveland is minus one and a half heading into Minnesota. The over-under is 51. That's awfully high. Um, who do you think is going to win that game? Minnesota has looked pretty good this year. Without Dalvin Cook, too. Yeah, that's true. Well, he didn't uh, play last week either, did he? No. They still won that, didn't they? A thriller, yeah. Um, they're in these games, too. Like A lot of these teams are in these games, and just mm-hmm. one mistake and just kind of messes it all up. I think Minnesota... At home. I think they play way better at home. Yeah. And hostile environment, most likely he's going to be in the dome. I don't know if it's retractable roof. I don't know nothing about their stadium, but... uh, it's too cold have, there anyway. Yeah. I have uh, Minnesota. Cousins, going to get them right. I'm going to go you. Cleveland. I'm going to go Cleveland for this one. So we're, we're this is going to be a big week. We're going to yeah. somehow still break even at the end. But uh, I don't know about that. I think my picks are solid. I think my picks are correct, though. Um, Cleveland, yeah, I think Cleveland goes in there and, and handles their business. Minnesota's defense can't stop Nick Chubb or Baker Mayfield. Cleveland can't stop. You like that, Kirk Cousins. 
Well, we'll see. Kirk has been very, he's been very good this year. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it might be a contract year for him. So I'm pretty sure he signed a three-year deal. Maybe not. I feel like he's been there since he's been drafted, but he hasn't. He's been there since 18, I believe, which was pretty the, the the fully guaranteed contract, I believe. Uh, yeah, so I like Cleveland going in there. Uh, next one, the New York Giants heading to New Orleans. Are they back in New Orleans or are they still playing in? Uh, I think Jacksonville. Or not Jacksonville. They did play in Jacksonville for a week. I think they're in New Orleans this week, though. Uh, so nice. the Giants at the Saints. Saints are laying a touchdown, seven and a half, and the over-under is 41. Mm. This one flip-flopped a little bit because New Orleans is up and down all season. Famous Jameis. I feel like eventually his turnovers will come around. But uh, so far, so good. He's been impressive. Giants are just disappointment. You already touched it earlier. You're... you're yeah, NFC East division champions would be that bold prediction looks trash now. That's just a little dig. Um, <laughs> I have the Saints. Oh, thank God you're updating the Google Doc because I totally forgot about it. I'm gonna go Saints. <laughs> I just don't think the Giants are any good now. I mean, I'm completely wrong about them. They're don't terrible. Peek at the spreadsheet, don't peek. <laughs> oh, are you putting yours in already? Oh, you are. Oh, I, did, I barely looked. We have the same picks for most of the later games anyway. So yeah, um, New Orleans as well. Yes. Yeah, I like the Saints in that game. Uh, the last game in the 1 o'clock window, Tennessee Titans heading to New Jersey to take on the Jets. Tennessee is minus 6. The over-under is 44.5. We talked about this in pre, uh, pre-production. It's, it could be one of those games that shock the world, as they say. No Julio Jones. There's all these memes coming around that's like the Jets, how they're going to look on defense, stacking the box to stop Derrick Henry. A.J. Brown is not playing either, right? Yeah, A.J. Brown's not playing. Ryan Tannehill can run himself, so watch out for that. Yeah. Mark my words. I have Tennessee still winning. and I'm, I will go under as well, 44 and a half. I'll go under on that. I think yeah, the under, the under feels like it's in play. I, God, I don't know. Because Tennessee is one of those teams that just shows up and lays a goose egg from time to time. Uh, For week one. Yeah, I've been told there. I haven't. Been, I don't have any insider knowledge. I heard on the radio this morning that uh, a lot of sharp money has come in on the Jets, uh, which I think they're just buying the line down. I'm going to go Tennessee. I'm not going to be fooled by that. My main raise no suckers out here. And then we go to the four o'clock window with three really good games and then one that could be good. Uh, the first of those four, Arizona at the Rams. The Joe Buck game, right? I would assume so. Unless he wants to be in. Huh? Yeah, that's got to be Buck Aikman, I would think. Ooh, Pittsburgh, uh, Green Bay. I actually looked at uh, Awful Announcing the other day to see if I could find the schedule, and I couldn't. <clears throat> um, I'll actually check right now. Speaking of announcers, when you went off about like a thousand announcer teams, you missed one. A key Who's one. A- Celebrity death match. <laughs> <laughs> the baddest. That's in my top five. And we can we can debate that anytime we want on the top five announcers, but that childhood right there. Celebrity death match. The most dapper of yappers on top of that. But anyway, I digress. Arizona in LA to face probably the best team in football, the Rams. Yeah. 
I think this will be a, as you would quote, have coined it, a scoragami. <laughs> I have well over 54 and a half. I'll smash the over on that, and I have the Rams winning. Cooper yeah. Cup, two touchdowns. Funny enough, I actually have the under in that game. Uh, that is actually the Chris Myers, Daryl Johnston, and Jennifer Hale game. Watch them f- drop the ball uh, on that one. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Rams as well. I don't think uh, Buck and Aikman have a game this week. Oh wait, no, because they did Thursday. Yeah, they did Thursday. What a game to uh, choose. Yeah, a good one though, but not premier like. Arizona and LA. Oh, the Eagles have Ian Eagle, Charles Davis, and Evan Washburn. That's a good crew. I'd rather have Tony Romo. I want to see ah, what Tony gross. Romo can, uh... They gave uh, Nance and Romo the Green Bay game. Oh, they should have yeah. they should have given him a different game. Denver I agree, and Baltimore. Though. That would be nice. Yeah, that would be a perfect game for them. A lot of cerebral, you know, pre-snap reads and stuff. But before um, we get to that game, we gotta go with Seattle heading to San Fran division game. Yep. San Fran minus three, over under 51 and a half. Rob, who you got on this one? This is going to be my game of the week. Um, I think this is going to be an entertaining game. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be like a 35 to 28 or 35, 32 game. I actually like Seattle in this game. Um, I like them going into San Francisco. You and I could be the running backs for San Francisco in that run in that scheme and still have success. However, I think this is a good game for Seattle to run in there and, you know, slap the Niners across the face and announce themselves <laughs> as like, hey, this is this is the best division in football for a reason. So I'm going to go Seattle. Same. Especially after that loss at Minnesota, I think Pete Carroll yeah. can get them right back in. I think the Packers took a little bit of life out of the Niners on Sunday night as well. Yeah. And they still know Raheem Mostert, so. Yeah, or – uh, or the other guy, whoever the second guy was, Elijah Mitchell, I think. Is he out yeah. still, or is it uh, or Trey Sermon? Somebody got hurt. Somebody. Who cares? They're gonna lose. Kittle might not play either. Back dude, the best tight end. I doubt it. No, the best tight ends in Vegas. Uh, <laughs> what a so god! The third of four uh, in the four o'clock window. This is actually gonna be a sneaky good game. I like this one a lot. Um, Baltimore at Denver. Mm-hmm. Denver, who, in fairness, the teams they've beaten are combined 0-9, but they've only given up 26 points, and even crappy teams score in the NFL nowadays. So Denver's defense is legit. Their offense, I don't know, maybe. Too many Penn State guys. Um, Baltimore coming off a big victory in Week 2 against the Chiefs. I uh, could not tell you what they did last week because I don't remember. But heading into Denver, Denver has a – a very obvious advantage, obviously playing in altitude, but will that play a factor? Will it even matter? Am I just rambling? Yes. Um, <laughs> well, they played Detroit last week, and there was a, a thriller. Oh, that's but right. <laughs> it was a thriller only because they came off that high thrilling game in week two. Yeah. Detroit, and it wasn't the greatest, but then Tucker smashed it in. I believe it was Tucker who... Did the game win last week? 66. <clears throat> yeah. The most reliable kicker, right? And uh, this one I flip flop back and forth because Denver's defense is pretty good. Like you said, yeah. combined 0 9. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of flip flop in my head speaking about it right now. I'll put my. F- 
I'll go work with Denver. That's it. I'll go Denver. Uh, Denver is looking for that statement win, like that signature win. Baltimore coming off a pretty good high. I'm going to go Ravens. Okay. I don't know. I, I, Ooh. I'm not doubting Denver. I just I need to see it happen first. So I guess I am doubting them, but they, they, <laughs> they are they are searching for that signature win. So if they win, I won't be surprised. I am I know I'm hedging by saying that for some of these games. For sure. Like, oh, yeah. if, if the other team wins, I won't be surprised. There's a reason that's a one point spread. So and dude, this AFC West is nice. Yeah, both the Wests are pretty ridiculous. Nice. Um, I'm actually not the, of the four games in the four o'clock window. This is the one I'm least excited about. Which is Pittsburgh heading to Green Bay. Minus six Rubs. and a half for Green Bay. 45 and a half is the over-under. Who you got? Uh, I have the quarterback that can move. Uh, I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I think they're going to win this one easily. Same. I think they're, they're you know, Aaron yeah. Rodgers is back. That That abysmal performance in week one was out of this world. I think they come back around. I don't really, I don't feel too confident in this prediction, but I think they will be winning by enough points that Roethlisberger gets benched for Dwayne Haskins. Roethlisberger against his will, um, as he's known to do, will get benched. Dwayne Haskins will play some uh, series or two in the fourth quarter. Because the game's out of hand or Ben's performance? Both. I think they will be getting their butts kicked and he will not be helping them to not get their butts kicked by worse. Turnover Poppy. That was a terribly put together sentence, but uh, <laughs> I think that his play is just, I don't know what the hell's happening to him. I, it, I think I said it last episode, Ben Reiflisberger, he looks like what a quarterback should look like at that age. <laughs> Poor guy. Moving I do on, feel bad man. to an extent because, you know, he's, uh, I do feel bad because he blew out his elbow a few years ago, then came back, but he wasn't the same last year. So, real quick, the game last week against the, um, against Cincinnati. I think I saw a stat that none of his completions were more than five yards in the air. That's not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it against the defense. Or I, I know Green Bay's defense is not great, but their defense is decent. That's not going to cut it, especially when you got to match Rodgers. Or any of these young quarterbacks now. Yeah. Rodgers is not young, but going with them, especially with nine, his own division, Lamar, Burroughs, and uh, what was the other one? Baker. Baker. Yep. Uh, the old man's still right. kicking it. Uh, this one uh, should be a snooze because of the score, but uh, how dare you? Because because snooze. of the story. The story is what's keeping. Story takes alive. precedent here. We get the answer: chicken or the egg. Was <laughs> right. it Bill? Was it Tom? Uh, or was it both? It is the Brady Nut Fest, as I call it. Yes, the it's... kiss your child on the mouth game. <laughs> it is Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or the. Uh, Tom Brady versus the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick in New England. Tommy's return to home. Yeah, this is uh, this might be the only time he ever plays in New England as a visitor because of the fact that you know he if he stays in Tampa, which it seems like he might, he, you play the opposing conference in the opposing conference's stadium once every eight years. So this could be the one and only time that he goes back to New England. I'm actually going to pull up stuff up real quick to see what the tickets are going for. In the preseason, they were going for three grand. Uh, they're down God. to 270 bucks, so more reasonable now. But that's because New England's not very good. Yeah, right. 
who do you who do you think wins this game? Mac Jones is going to light it up with the turnovers. Um, Tampa Bay, all the way. I have Tampa Bay very big, which how I will big? get to. Pause, but how big? Twenty-one or more. Are we smashing the over? I'm actually looking at. 49 is the over. There's no line here, though. Oh, wait, minus seven. Seven. That's crazy. I think first touchdown score, Rob Gronkowski, plus 900. You know they're going to try to get him in the end zone at some point. Brady's passing. I have two touchdowns for for Gronkowski. Brady's passing yards are 302 and a half. I would smash that. Um, How high can you buy him up to? 400 plus, 750. So maybe maybe it happens. who knows? Uh, two touchdowns or more. Gronk is plus a thousand. Worth a shot. Excuse me. I mean, it is almost 1 a.m. on the East Coast here. And there it is. The uh, effect. I yawn and my co-host yawns as well. I'm sorry just, for that. Just happens. But yes, I like Tampa big. Like very big. I mean, it low-key is a snooze fest, though. That game is just for the story alone. They're going to, you know. Talk to Tom's old teammates when they were all in New England and stuff. It's just going to be a... It's, uh, Michelle's a foyer, right? Is on the sidelines? I think so. Yeah, she's going to have a busy day. Anyway, moving on to the last game of the week four. It is our Las Vegas Raiders heading down or... Yeah, heading west, more west, <laughs> to... Los Angeles to face on the Los Angeles Clippers slash Chargers. Chargers minus three. 51 is the over-under. That is big. Pause. Who do you got? I like the Chargers in this one. And I like the over. This one, for me, is the game of the week. Hmm. And because Chargers... If you ain't been paying attention, they let you know last week they slapped Mahomes around. Yeah. And they won on the road. Now they're at home. Herbert looks phenomenal. We talked, we drooled about him last year of how good he is. Confidence. Raiders are doing good. Undefeated, I believe, the Raiders. Gruden's got them going. Waller, the best tight end. We love him. Friend of the show. Yeah. I am just flip-flopping. Minus three. Uh, fuck. I'm going with the Clippers slash Chargers. LAC. Yeah, yeah, I like the Chargers in this one. I think it's a, a down-to-earth game for uh, – or like a back-to-reality game for the Vegas Raiders. I think they – I don't know. I, I, I On one hand, I think it'll be close because all the – like the – the primetime games have been close this year, but I think they need a game where they kind of get slapped around to build some character and give them something to bounce back from. So I think Chargers, and I think they cover, and I think it hits the over. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, Rob. We're on to the Trust the Parlay segment where we yes. have a lock, a dog, and lay the points. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Um, Who would you prefer? This man, this king. I like so my, my, all right, my lock is manager yeah, himself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so my lock is, uh, not as fun. It, it's not a surprise. I'm going to go Tampa minus seven. 
That's my lock. I think they cover that. I have Tennessee as my lock, minus six. I'm all in. My, my underdog, I actually don't know to the second who I want more. I'm just going to go Seattle. It was Indy or Seattle. I'm going to go Seattle. For your dog? Yeah. Same. I had them as well. <laughs> and I guess technically Baltimore could be my dog too. You want both? I, and well, I mean, in our picks, you picked Minnesota to win. I picked Carolina to win. You have Detroit. We both have a bunch of dogs. I'm going to go my 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 dog of the week is going to be Seattle. Seattle, okay. And you said Tampa minus seven and a half? Or yep. minus uh, just, just seven, unless it's grown. All right. <clears throat> and laying the points. Let me see. Uh, I, this feels cheap because it's not that many, but I'm going to go Cleveland minus one and a half. <laughs> I have Tampa minus seven. Okay. My lay. Wait, we don't really weigh these one way or the other. Like if, if one of us has a lock at minus seven and then we lay at minus seven, like one's not really more important than the other. I don't know. Cause I feel like we've done that in weeks past. Cause it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I know okay. neither. Of, so neither of us has actually taken points for the lock. I feel like Seattle plus three could be my lock. But then they can't be my dog. I don't. Um, I do have some props here, and then I do have some college plays. Uh, last week I got shut out in college. I had a parlay where I had five legs and none of them hit. Um, so I'm just gonna real quickly take the three plays for college football. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm gonna go Arkansas at Georgia over 48 and a half. Uh, I like UCLA to cover minus three versus Arizona State, and I like Michigan money line at Wisconsin. That's not bad. I mean, the Michigan's Wisconsin undefeated. Badges. Yeah, let's go. Badgers who let us down when they lost to Notre Dame. So I like UCLA. They seem to have a like a a good culture there. They're they're on the upswing. Uh, if we had done this sooner, I would have picked Iowa to cover, and they they covered big. So. Granted, most Iowa games, I take the under. Tonight, they scored 51 on their own, I believe. So <laughs> they would have hit the over on their own. And then Arkan- yeah, Arkansas, Georgia. I just have a feeling that'll be a high scoring game. Uh, I don't know. It's just a hunch. Uh, do you have any uh, props that you like this weekend in the NFL? I do, but I haven't checked to be so 100% have- sh- certain, you know? So they will be on the Instagram regardless yeah, on, uh, on on Sunday. I have five that I like right off the bat. I, I will dig deeper and find some more, I'm sure. Um, aside from Tampa Bay, I'm going to alternate line that, probably like 15 or 16. Um, I told you I like the over. I like uh, the Chargers to cover, and I like their, I like them to win. Um, I like Washington football team. Curtis Samuel is making his return this week. Anytime touchdown, plus Ooh. 165. I think they're going to try to get him the ball, get him into the swing of things. New team, um, New York Jets. So we touched on this game a little bit. I'm a little worried about this game. I like a Zach Wilson touchdown at plus five fifty. Just one? Oh wait, him? Yeah, getting a any, yeah, anytime. Yeah. Ah. Uh, and then in the so I like the Carolina Dallas under. I like the under in the Arizona LA Rams game. And then I like Nick Chubb over 78 and a half yards. If they have alternate yard totals on there, I would take him a hundred plus. 
Uh, that's rushing, by the way, not all purpose. All right. <laughs> I like that so far. I'm not mad. And at then, it. Uh, and then we, there was one game we both liked the under. Was it the Jets and the Titans? I think it was. No, I think I smashed the over on that. I don't know. Uh, let me look at this real quick. Uh, you like the under for Dallas, Carolina, 51 and a half. Yeah, I like the under I that like, one. I'm smacking the over. And then the same thing for Rams and Cardinals. Oh, you I'm like smacking. the over, I like the under. So we actually differ a lot more this week than we have in weeks past, which is the good thing about the football season so far is it's actually been pretty unpredictable. Um, as evident by my NFC East champion pick. And mine as well. To yeah, the moon, well, baby. To the moon. All right. Um, do you have a potential headline as we go from? So we're projecting forward to either Monday or Tuesday. Uh, first take will be on TV. Stephen A is going to be screaming it. Uh, well, it's not Max anymore. Dan Orlovsky. Screaming it. Is that who it is now? Dan Orlovsky. Well, I just saw him with uh, or Mike Perkins. Early. Oh, my God. Perkins. That's Michael my whole season. Yeah. Um, um, so I have a couple here. I have one Eagles, one NFL. Neither of them is uh, earth shattering, though. I have a like a bold prediction for the NFL. It's like okay. two for one in a way. Um, we already touched on it earlier, so that's kind of funny enough. They Big Ben was benched, but I say earlier than the fourth quarter blow. I think benched okay. by halftime. He's done, and Daniel Jones as well. I think bold prediction he gets benched. Wow. It's you know, I think just it's time. I think. His time is running. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I know nothing though about Giants football, so I might I might be sounding crazy, but I know too much about Giants football. Apparently, not enough though. If I have them winning the division, <laughs> All um, right. And then, do you have an Eagles one or? Yeah, uh, I have a, a nice one. Standing ovation for Big Red. Why not? Oh, yeah, that's a Why good not? one. I like that. One. Um, the other one is uh, Minshew scores two garbage time touchdowns. Is it time for Minshew mania? Oh, you fucking took mine. <laughs> I have uh, the headline will be: Is it is it uh, is it Gardner Minshew time? How crazy, man! Three weeks in. So this is week four, and we're already talking yeah. about Gardner Minshew. Yeah, chances are he might not play because he might not be dressed because he wasn't dressed last week either. But there's some I think, quarterback. I think the more and more you get further into the season, there's a chance you might want to see him. Uh, my other headline is Tampa Bay just. Absolutely obliterates the Patriots. I have a Brady Routes former team. Do you think uh, it's a, a warming embrace after the game? Uh, if listen, if Brady wins, <laughs> if Brady wins, I, I don't think they're going to shake hands. Regardless, I, so I, no. So I think I'm not over, sure what. We so should I do think, our own thing over under. Do you think? <laughs> A fun little prop thing. Yeah, let's throw that on the Instagram. So do you think he gets cheered on his way out, or do you think he gets booed, or do you think it's going to be like a mix of both? It'll be a mix of both, but I think more heavily cheered. Because you're going to have donkeys that are going to boo regardless of anything. Yeah, I think it'll be a little bit of both. And then once the game starts, I think they're going to boo the crap out of him. Yeah. It'll be like the... Uh, I, again, this is not your area of expertise. It'll be, it'll be like the Eric Lindros return to Philly, where like when he came out for warm-ups... He got like kind of half booze, half cheers. And then when the game started, they just booed the crap out of the guy. Oh, shit. 
Um, that's not. I mean, yeah, I could see that. New England getting absolutely tattooed by yeah. Brady. I think they appreciate him, but I think once the game starts, all bets are off. I do think. I don't know. I think Mac Jones. Uh, I don't know. I want to say he he has a decent game, but I also don't think they're going to do well. So. I think uh, the wave of starting rookie quarterback soon is over. I think it's really hurting their uh, their growth, their learning curve. Just sit behind a Gardner Minshew or Nick Foles until they get hurt, and you throw them in there. Yeah. Because <clears throat> now he's going against basically the guy he's filling the shoes for, and they're having a Sunday night. It's just yeah. a lot of pressure for Mac Jones. Just to yes. at least look decent and, co- and competent out there. So moving on from one team that lost its uh, its star player to another one that soon will lose its less than star player, uh, we're just gonna you know breeze right through this because it's not it's nothing earth shattering but redacted news. Um, he did not show up to the first day of uh, camp, and the Sixers are not paying him his eight point two five million dollars that he's owed, uh, which is well within their rights because he's breaching his contract. Uh, you think it's a good move, bad move? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't care about redacted. I'm over yeah. it. Yeah, um, I think uh, Embiid's comments kind of put put his return to bed. So redacted can go. That was eye opening. I was like, they built the yeah. team around him. They took Butler out of there for that reason, yeah. bringing Horford, which we all yeah. knew that was a stupid move. And now it makes sense why they brought him in. Tragic. I agree. Yeah, moving on from Redacted, I'm over it. Yeah, let's get away from Redacted. Uh, so we already did our bold predictions. Uh, we're going to do a quick top five. Uh, my my co-host did a top 25, I think. Uh, I, did, I was working I did a, when I did this, so bear with me. <laughs> so, we, um, so Joel came up with a good idea, actually. This is all you, actually. So when we were doing the Washington football team thing last week, or like I guess earlier this week, uh, after that episode, Joel came up with the idea of doing uh, logos that we believe need a facelift. Um, this is not necessarily like new team names, but just like maybe logos in general that could use a little bit of editing. So I did five, I did one from each sport and then one extra one. So I actually have two football, one hockey, one basketball, one baseball. And then I do have an honorable mention that is, uh, I have one football honorable mention and one hockey honorable mention. So I guess I technically have seven. Um, you have, uh, 43, was it (laughs) 43 at the start of uh, recording? But I have five, okay. one baseball, two NFL, two NBA, but I have five alone for NHL because I have no idea what this sport is. I'm really very excited. I'm actually very excited to hear your NHL <laughs> thoughts. I would be happier if you didn't know the names of the teams. I don't know the names oh, of the teams. Oh, you don't? Okay. You sent me. So for context purposes, when we went over this, I was at work and like, all right, we're doing the logos. I didn't know what team or what sport are we doing. He sends me all four franchises, I mean, uh, sports. And I'm like, oh, so we're doing a top 25 or whatever. No, it's five out of those bunches. So now I narrowed it. I did NHL. I had no idea except for the Flyers. Islanders. Well, some of them are self-explanatory. Some of them are self-explanatory because like the Sharks logo is a shark. And like the Penguins logo is a penguin. Pittsburgh. But shark, yeah. I don't know what shark is. 
Yeah, what, okay. what is that, Meg? So, What's so going I, on here? So I vote that I just read my list first because I think yours is going to be Jaws. way more entertaining. <laughs> yours is going to be so much more entertaining. Um, <laughs> and it's going to be last. Yeah, I'm just going to breeze through mine. So my two <laughs> honorable mentions All right. are the Dallas Stars and the LA Rams. The uh, Stars is, logo is just is stupid. Uh, the, it's the green D with like a star on it. it. It's just dumb. They changed their colors like eight years ago. I think they need a new rebrand. They're holding on to the Minnesota North Stars thing. I say just be done with it. The Rams are the that honorable mention. I'm yeah, it's at ugly. The, geez, I didn't. It's so ugly. I didn't even see it. Yeah, uh, the Rams. I put them as an honorable mention because I know it's not actually feasible that they'll change anything because they just did a whole rebrand. But they just ruined their uniforms, and they had perfect uniforms like literally three years ago. So they were in my right. top five. For NFL. Right. And then the other five here, actually, I have some reasoning behind them. So the Los Angeles Kings, um, I think the colors are fine, but the logo is just very boring. Their old logo was way better. It was a giant crown and it was purple for royalty and it was silver. Now it's just black and silver. Uh, The Detroit Pit, the uh, the Kings. LA Kings? Yes. If you look at the, yeah, if you look at the logos, it's the team that has LA on the logo. and then the wow. next four, the next four, you will know. So the Detroit Pistons, the colors don't make sense. The logo <laughs> is stupid. It's just a circle basketball. They got rid of like the horse or whatever it was that was before. Um, I think it's, I think it's just crap. Texas Rangers look stupid. It's just a, it's a baseball. Um, they have an alternate logo that is like a silhouette and like the outline of the Texas state and then a T and an X on there. And I think that one looks way cooler. And should just be their, their, uh, their like primary logo. I mean, this is kind of coincides with our state flags. Was it yeah. like similar flags look like? Like the Minnesota Twins is right above it, and they look identical. <laughs> yeah, baseball is weird because every team has like a logo, and then they have like their alternate logo, which is just like a letter, because it just goes on the hat. Yeah, that's what I so, don't get. <laughs> like the Red Sox have like a pair of socks, but they also have just a giant B. Um, Pittsburgh, has and then there's the teams. There's teams like the Reds that don't actually have a logo. They're just a color. Um, <laughs> moving forward, I also have the New York Jets. I don't mind their colors, but I think with a team name like the Jets, there's so much potential for a cool logo, like a plane. And I think it would look awesome if they had like a, just like their primary logo was like an actual jet. And then the Bengals, they ruined their logo a few years ago when they went away from the Bengal head and just to a giant orange B. I think they should just be a Bengal head. Oh, that's their logo now? Yeah, it's just a B. I thought it was like the baseball thing. Like they have kind of two. Well, they do kind of have two, but they, they it should be the like when you look up. Is B then. Like if you look up the logo, I'm pretty sure when you open like Fanatics and you choose your favorite team, it's just the giant B. Um, and then also on this note, so I put this on the notepad on my phone. Mm-hmm. On there, I also have my grocery list. So. Don't forget your veggies. I needed Alfredo sauce, um, salad, and chicken. All right. So I'm very excited to hear yours. Mm-hmm. I want you, I, I'm going to request that you save hockey for last. <laughs> yeah. So if you open Fanatics, oh, every yeah. team has their like their logo. Yeah. And then the Bengals is just the B. <laughs> Tragic. Tragic. All right. Uh, my top five, in no order. Of this top five, I'm just going to do baseball. I have one, and that is the Braves, simply because it's a recency thing with our WFT. 
They WFT became WFT because of Redskins. He got the Braves doing the chant in that deafening NL East uh, clinching game. Oh, 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 whatever the fucking thing. It's all game long, too. Yeah. So I think that's kind of like, all right, just for that reason, throw them in there. Just change it up. Get away from whatever those ties are. Um, NFL, the Browns. What is that? What's going on there? It's literally a helmet. And it's orange. With like a black and white stripe. That's it. Give me something. Else. It's a dog pound, right? Give me a dog or something. Give me, I don't know, a pit bull or whatever. Uh, the Falcons, that's atrocious. That needs to be changed. Or go yeah, to the, the uniforms are awful too. Or the old school logo is better. I don't know. Just, that is just, what is that? Like a, a makeshift F, but it's a Falcon, a wing. I, get out of there. There's more potential there. Give me something else. Um, basketball, the Trailblazers. I feel like that should be some kind of fire. Or because they're in Portland, a bearded man, lumberjack in the woods. I don't know. Trailblazers, I don't know what that is. And the Utah Jazz, jazz music in Utah, negative. Negative. They're probably out there looking at elk. And I don't know what else. But yeah, that's just a crappy one. The most important thing, the main event is the NHL. Because I have no uh, idea. Uh, I'm ready. You might know these teams. I don't. Anybody who's a hockey fan might listen, but might, might be cringe. So I'm going to look at the the, uh, the logos that you gave so me. So I'm, I'm just going to look at the picture. And yeah, when you <laughs> when you describe them, I will be able to tell the listeners who you're talking about. Right. I think I know who one of them will be. <laughs> oh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, yeah, again, absent, order. yeah, absent from this uh, this picture is actually the Seattle Kraken, who are the newest expansion team. It looks like they're not on this picture for some reason. All right, I think I might in real time. Let me look at it real quick. In real time, but, I might just rank it from five to one. Okay. From like least to worst. Yeah, Dallas is awful. I didn't. It looks pretty bad. It looks like an old, regretful t- 2002 tattoo. I'm it looks like though. a bolt. Yeah. A bolt. Uh, number five, a lightning bolt. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> it looks. So that plain. is the Tampa Bay. That's the Tampa Bay lightning. That looks 2D as. Like, what is that? It, yeah, what's the it, circle? What is, that? is that a puck? Last time I thought a puck was black. I don't know. If, so if you go back and look on? at their, they actually did have a better logo before that. They changed their logo in like 2008 or something. Get this modern and guy out of here and give me the old school. All right, let me search. Old, old school was decent, but it looked very 90s ish. Lightning logo. I mean, does it make good for uh, listening audio as I'm here? Yeah, this is great for audio. Uh, well, whatever. All right. That. But it, that it is. is. They're older. All their old logos were very good. All right. Um, whatever this frisbee looking thing is, <laughs> this D shaped or like a, maybe it's a, oh, maybe it is the mighty ducks. I don't know. It's like the foot of a duck. <laughs> I don't know what this is. That's the Anaheim ducks. Oh, all right. Is it the, at the very top left corner? The first one I saw, I was like, yeah. what is this atrocious? Yeah. It's what Anaheim ducks. And the that's Anaheim the, ducks. That's the ducks. So the uh, mighty ducks of Anaheim. Of duck? I don't know what it is. To the it's stuff. a D. The, uh, so the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, I believe, was owned by Disney. And in 2007, they went, or 2006, they changed the logo to this and started doing different uniforms. It looks like, it looks like a, a moon, a crescent moon yeah. facing one way with a Mike Tyson tattoo on its face. This is what a pretty is awful on? logo. Come to think of it, a lot of these logos are awful. Flyers logo is not very good either. 
how dare you? Probably the best thing on there. All right. So it, uh, also, for what it's worth, it, it, in the bottom right corner, there's a there's a generic logo. It says NHL Seattle. That's not actually their logo. Right above, it's I on this. Oh uh, yeah, that's not that's not Seattle's logo. I didn't pay mind to that. I it was like a placeholder before they unveiled their name. I was distracted by everything else I saw here. <laughs> what, are, what are we on? on three? Yes. All right, number three. Now this is a Jersey thing, but there's a gym called Oceanside Gym, whatever that is. It's basically next to, and that's atrocious too. Now that I look at it, a sea that's on fire. What is that? First of all, <laughs> a sea that's. On, I don't even want to say the word that I'm, that came to mind. Like, <laughs> what is it? And then you got an Indian. This is <laughs> if the Redskins got canceled. I just noticed that was right there too. I don't know what that is. I mean, that's not that is clear as day. I want. What does that team play? This Indians here. The Cleveland Indians had to change their name. Redskins did, and this thing is no one watches hockey. Otherwise, this would be the front center of this. Robin no, no. deceased. The veins are popping out. But yeah, anyway, in between the flaming sea and this Indian. <laughs> It's this, I don't know, like, Weather Channel, Hurricane Tracker, black, white, and red logo. I don't even know what that is. Is that a hurricane <laughs> logo? So I want to, yeah. So it I want to ask, I was going to play an impromptu game where I had to guess those three team names. The 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 sea that's on fire is the Calgary Flames. Calgary? Like, as in Canada? Yeah. The cold Canada is on fire? <laughs> This well, they they, they moved. They moved from Atlanta uh, a long time ago, where they were the Atlanta Flames, where they had an A that was on fire. So, um, oh, Jesus Christ! And then that's the Chicago Blackhawks. That's Chief Blackhawk. Chicago? I think the reason they haven't, yeah, I believe they haven't gotten canceled because they're paying homage to Chief Blackhawk versus making fun of him and giving him like a, a name. But um, hockey smart. I, I could be wrong. And then you were dead on. That's the Carolina Hurricanes, right between them. It looks like a Hurricane Five looking thing. That looks ab- yeah. abysmal. I think but, if they had di- if they had different colors, I think it would work better. But the reason I bring that up because there's a gym, there was a gym in uh, New Jersey called Oceanside Gym, and it's not obviously it's not good for uh, what you call it audio. But I'm gonna share the the image with Rob. See if I can pull this up. <laughs> Do you see that? Yeah. It looks identical. So while you're doing that, uh, again, and for the listeners out there, I want you to look up Crunch Fitness and look up their logo. And then we're going to carry and compare that to the Syracuse Crunch. And you tell me who stole the logo from whom. So there's a logo. Look up Syracuse Crunch. Oh, my God. It comes up. This one? Yeah, they stole the well, their alternate logo. The they stole it from. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my god, what is that? All right. Abomination. Anyway. All right. What else is on your list? Because so this I, is this is incredible. So I guess I nailed the hurricane, but I didn't see the the, the what a blackhawk. That's what I'm gonna call it now. All right, and the flaming sea in Canada. That's just even more of an oxymoron. I'm. Deceased. It's flying away from Canada. That's why. Jesus. It's headed. It's headed east. Oh, man. Hockey yeah, love, does love their history. Paying homage to Chief whoever. And then we were Atlanta, so I'm going to take it to Calgary and keep it. Anyway, I'm on number two, right? I said, 
both of them ironically have sharks in it, I guess. This bottom left, this looks like, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a foot. <laughs> and then I zoomed in and it looks like a shark, like black fins and then a teal head oh, destroying a hockey stick, but it doesn't even look destroyed. It looks like it's underwater <laughs> and it's like uh, curved. I need it to be broken in two pieces. I need blood. I need this a is another shark one. logo. This is another one. If you look up the old Sharks logo, they, Meg. they, they, they know Jaws. it. I, San Jose Sharks That's might be my is? favorite. Yeah, that might be my favorite team name in hockey. So San Jose Sharks? Yeah, it's an awesome name. They have great colors. Their jerseys are awesome. What is this? I'm just... When I saw this, I did this at work. What is this, this thing is a, above This is a revelation. What is this thing above the New York Islanders? What is that? So it's either a, a the head of it's an animal. Green. It looks like a sun in the middle. It looks like trees and landscape. So what that is, is that? the that's the Minnesota Wild. God. And the reason that their logo is so the, the way it is is because it could be two things. It could be either a nature scene, because as you can tell, there's a lake, uh, some stars. No, there's I can't. A, no, I can't. <laughs> so the far left where the mouth is on this animal head, which is also what it is, that's a that's a lake, where the eye would be is like a shooting star the uh whatever i guess that's the ear that's the moon and then all over the face you have some trees so it's it's a nature scene as well as a uh like a whatever if i had that tattoo uh, on my body within two years i would regret it the head of an animal so that's one of the newest teams they, they were an expansion team from like 2000 so well they need to update that they haven't changed their logo they have one retired number and it's number one for the fans all right to finish this up at this number one i i have a feeling this is going to be the red wings there's nothing right about this but if it is oh my god i might lose my shit all right number one as i described i said what the f is this next to you i'm not even gonna say the the team logo because it says it right there oh never i know what it is but it's like half shark riding a magnet in a sea what is this thing it's like half magnet, half shark under the NHL logo next to the Montreal <laughs> or the Toronto Maple. What is this abomination? Uh, that is the Vancouver Canucks. What is a Canuck? A Canuck is, is it's like a, it's like calling a Pittsburgh person a Yinzer. It's like a Canadian person. That's oh really Canuck. But well, it's what a, is this logo? It's a whale or something coming out of the water, and it's becoming it's like a sea. To see for Canuck. It looks like a magnet, a horseshoe magnet. Instead of being red, it's blue, and then it has the head or the body of a whale. Apparently, now. I thought yeah, while while we are on that subject, I, hockey has a lot of weird logos, don't they? I, I don't know. If that was a great segment, but I was just I don't know what these were. So you uh, saw well, me the so- Anaheim Ducks. Carolina Hurricane, San Jose Shark, Tampa Bay Lightning. How do you not like the Sharks? No, I like the Sharks. It's just I want more aggressiveness. Like I say, we just need a facelift. Not that I don't like it. And if we could just go off on a a slight tangent, I'm going to go all the way down to the bottom right corner. Uh, That's the Winnipeg Jets. When I say I want an airplane and the logo for the New York Jets, that's what I mean. That's probably the best logo there. It's a cool logo, good colors. And I think it they did it well. The uh, the Colorado Avalanche, shout out to them, top right corner. Yeah. Looks like an avalanche. 
See, that makes sense. Um, the New Jersey Devil makes sense. Tail yeah, head. Jersey Devil. Yep. Come on now. Uh, the Arizona Coyote, second one from the top left. Needs a, needs a facelift, but it's not. Which they fun. are, I believe, they're actually reverting back to an old logo soon. And um, I think Boston the only Bears. other one, Boston Bruins, Toronto Maple Leafs. Like some of these are simplistic, but they're good. <clears throat> that C is atrocious. Now that I look at it more and more. Yeah. Well, do you have a W or an L this week? Or this half week? I don't have a W for this half week, but I sure as hell have an L, and that is the Philadelphia Phillies, except for my Ugh. man, Bryce Harper. No, Bryce Aaron Max Harper, that king. Everybody else can take an L. All right, my L for this half week is going to be Devin Williams of the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, he is on the 10-day injured list because he fractured his right hand celebrating after the Brewers won their division. <laughs> um, so. Oh, no. This is according to Adam McCulvey, who is verified, I'm guessing, as a Brewers writer. Uh, Devin Williams is being placed on the 10-day IL with a fractured right hand. He told us he had too much to drink after after Sunday's celebration, got upset about something, and punched a wall with his pinching hand. He will need surgery. So he's done. Uh, If I could take it back, I would. So shout out to him, most important reliever, second most important reliever on the – on the Brewers behind Josh Hader. So when, when their season ends in the playoff season, that will come back. Yeah. When they lose games in the eighth inning, that's why. And then my W of the week is a cautious W because I'm hoping it's real. Did you see this this leaked Sixers jersey? I think you sent it to me. It's beautiful. It is very nice. It, I be, I'm going to guess it's probably their city edition. Um, it's an it's a navy blue jersey, red letters on the front, like a cartoony font white outline on the letters and on the right hand side. So on the, like on the panels on the left and right side, like underneath your armpits, I guess, red, orange, green, and blue. And the reason for those little blocks of colors, they were the colors around the spectrum logo at the old uh, spectrum where the flyers and Sixers used to play. So nice little touch there. No boathouse row this time around. (laughs) And no parchment colored jerseys anymore. So I think they, I think if this is real, which, um, shout out Charles Bassey for accidentally leaking it on Snapchat. Um, Sixers second round pick who just signed a contract last week. <laughs> um, they might void it now, or maybe they'll give him all of Redacted's money. Um, yeah. Shout out to him for accidentally unveiling that. Yeah, it but I think it's cool. a, I think it's a good jersey, and it, it's rare for the Sixers to have a good alternate because it's it's been a little while. I probably would buy that retail. I don't know. I, I'm gonna buy it China. So. Whoa. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> I think I will buy retail. Now, if the price is a little bit above 60, then yeah, Mike. I'm paying $12 from China. All right. <laughs> on next week's episode, we're going to touch on week four, look back at everything we got right and everything we got wrong. We're going to do a little bit more of a dive into the ESPN top 100 for the NBA season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll touch on a little bit of the MLB playoff matchups. And then if we do a second episode next week, the way we've been doing the last few weeks, uh, that'll be our weekly picks, trust the parlay, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, anything to look forward to next week, Joel? Uh, not off the top of my head. I'm kind of like zoned out. I think I'm actually going to put, I'm going to make an executive decision oh. and I'm going to ask you to critique all of the logos 
in the NHL going on next week's episode. All right, deal. Because I, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the guy on TikTok that makes his dad guess NFL team logos. No, no, yeah, but it's the one with the girlfriend. Yeah, he's now moved on to the girlfriend because the dad has guessed everything. Uh, I, I very well. I, I'm going to do the same. I don't know if you watch like European soccer or anything. I will do the same do. for that. I don't know any of the teams out there aside from like Barcelona and like the, the only team you need, though. like the Brazilian national team. <laughs> All right, deal. All right. Because I, I think it's fun, um, not to obviously not to dispar- excuse me, disparage or like make fun of sports leagues, but because we all we're both sports fans, but I think it's fun to look at logos not knowing what they are. Dude, that NHL was mind boggling. Like, what am I looking at? There are so many good ones. At one point, I thought you sent me like an old logos, <laughs> like some of these teams aren't even around. These logos aren't I, even around. I should do that. I'll send you the Hartford Whalers, and I'll send you the uh, I don't know who else is gone. The, the Atlanta Thrashers, the Baltimore Colts, yeah, the, the Colt Forty Fives. I'll send you the the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. I'll send you the CHL. I'll send you the uh, the Sioux Falls South Dakota team. <laughs> Any last remaining words, Rob? Before we sign off on this week, oh, not week episode nine. I don't really have any words. Well, some king is going to be by himself this weekend. You excited? I'm house, excited to just fall asleep, I guess. Uh, slight, slight W to us because our couch is going to be delivered by the time this episode has been out for a day, I guess. 24 hours from now, I will be lying down on my own couch, which is awesome. Alone with a beer watching <laughs> college football. Probably asleep. Even better. In yeah. peace. And speaking of peace, rest in peace, the Phillies, 2021 season. Let's have a moment of silence before we, as we end the podcast.